0: Episode number 7 of Spinnovation Summit podcast takes a deep look at the certification and regulation of the games, especially in such tasteful territory as Italy. Gianluca Scassa, Business Development Manager at IDEC Labs, a well-known industry certification and advisory house, gives us a perfect overview of local market conditions in Italy as well as shares a few very important points on why you should approach especially high-tech labs if you want to certify your RNG quickly and efficiently. Episode number seven of Spinnovation Summit podcast starts right now. Okay,
1: we're continuing right here with the certification and legal panel. Uh, I hope everybody is relaxed after a quick coffee break, and uh, I am delighted to announce our distinguished panelists, Gianluca Lucas Casa from MyTech Labs. One of the things that a gaming studio, for example, has no access to is how does it look like exactly in practice the communication between the certifying authority or certifying company <coughs> and the regulator itself. For example, in the in, in the country of the UK or in the country of Italy, Gianluca, can you share the experience? How the communication looks like. Usually when you communicate with the state authority, you feel that it's it's a state, sometimes it's aggressive, almost all the time it's stupid. <laughs> and uh you have, to, you have to be f- very flexible. Okay. So how do you communicate with those guys? Okay. Is that a fight or is that a normal communication where they respect what you're trying to
2: offer? There is no fight. Okay, let me start with this. Uh, first of all, the communication uh, between the operators and the software provider with the regulator happens at two levels. The first one is uh, at the licensing stage, which means that some countries, such as Italy, and not only Italy as well, obviously, require a license to operate uh, in this jurisdiction. Uh, At the moment some jurisdictions require a license for operators but do not require a license for software provider. This is the case for Italy while in UK as uh, maybe we already know uh, a license is required for both operator and software provider. So there is a licensing step which is a process between the operator or software providers and the regulator. The uh, last step, uh, which is the second one in my, in my explanation, is uh, happening at the end of the certification process because uh, in Italy as well, but not only in Italy, the operator has to communicate uh, through various means, uh, mostly electronically, the uh, completion of the certification process. Between the licensing and the completion of the certification process, all the communication happens between the operator slash software provider and the testing lab. So there are different stages in which different parties are involved. Okay. Uh, there is collaboration as far as we, as we have seen uh, between uh, the regulatory bodies uh, and the operators and testing lab because the aim is common. So protect the player. This is the main the main, uh uh, target of every regulation uh, in the in the markets at least for the online but obviously also in the in the land based um, I I would like to take to, to give my take also on the um, uh, common regulation some or common set of rules in the European Union because I see it uh, 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 relatively in a positive way uh, for this reason. First of all, uh, last month uh, the European Council uh, requested the European Commission uh, to start thinking about an action plan for uh, uh, the functioning of the uh, unified market, including the online. So they they said to the European Commission, please think about an action plan for a long-term activity in those markets. The other point is that, at the moment, uh, for a new operator or software provider or studio that wants to uh, address jurisdictions uh, that are regulated, there are already some, uh, uniform, some some degree of uniformity in the regulation. That is why uh, our approach is to provide services through a gap testing. What does it mean? It means that if you you want to address Italy and UK, and you start with Italy, you don't have to start from scratch when you address UK, because there are some set of rules which are common between the jurisdiction. Normally, these uh, set of rules which are common uh, are in three areas, which is game fairness, uh, player protection, uh, and game history, which are very similar among them. RNG requirements are also similar. And security requirements are also similar. Talking about security, we always uh, uh, do uh, perform uh, security audits for most uh, regulated jurisdictions. And if you, li- if you look uh, in depth uh, at how this security part is regulated, you will notice that all the regulated jurisdictions originated the requirements from the ISO 27001. So, there is not new. We don't have to discover the fresh water every time. Uh, and it is already possible a uniformity, which is the problem. The problem is that if you change your game to make it compliant to a very specific requirement in your, in your jurisdiction, it is very likely that you will go, you will go uh, touching all the other requirements, and this will, will require a recertification for other jurisdiction. So the issue is very complex, but there is a positive view, in my opinion, already in this moment. To to quickly conclude on this, Mm -hmm. right now,
1: the only way to make things happen quickly is for the game studio to come with the separated content, RNG, as you say, advertisement, everything separated, to uh, provide the documents and the documentation in a very clear way, and that's the best way to avoid the delays.
2: Uh, Can I add something to this very quickly? It is not a matter only of speed, but it is a matter of management. Let me explain. Uh, What we suggest when we are asked for an advice in this this area is to split the functionality of the games in different areas. What I mean is that if a studio is developing a, a set of similar games, it is a good practice to separate the common features and put them in one place and then develop the specific feature of each game separately from, the, from the, the first one. Why is that? Because if you, if you apply a change to a single game, you don't have to recertify all the set of games. While if you have a file that is common to every game and you change that file, you have, this, you have to recertify 50, 100, 200 games at once, which is, can, be, can be really challenging. So not only speed, but also, but also easy of management. And probably over the long run, uh, it is also a good way to reduce the impact of certification costs.
1: Okay, great. Then uh, I want to just make a one quick and practical exercise. Let's take a look at one of the games. Uh, it's just a very, very technical example. Let me check. You see it looks like a Sega. So when I push the spin... Bird is reaching the end, it means that I want the spin. If not, then there is no way. So, at certain sense, it looks exactly like a slow. How we approach the certification this time of this game because it could be a bird, it could be something else, it could be a pig.
2: Donald Trump, whatever. Yes, I, I would like to give a positive uh, uh, comment on this because uh, the process of uh, uh, creating innovative game concept is unstoppable, in my opinion. The competition is becoming stronger, stronger among the studios and the operators. Uh, obviously, the regulators have to keep up uh, with the technical ev- evolution, uh, which is not easy at times. But this is a path that has been established. So uh, I think that this is going to be even more important in the coming years. So don't be scared, uh, Pavel, about the uh, complexity of certification because you have uh, uh, two companies here that have a long experience and extensive experience in that. So,
1: Okay. Never had any doubt that there's going to be no questions. Thank you so much again. Thank you for the question. Thank you, Gentlemen, thank you very much. We're going to have 10 minutes break and then we're going to continue
0: you've been listening to spinnovation podcast we're here to give you the most exclusive insights from the gaming industry top experts uncovering everything related to gaming innovations you can listen to us on apple and google podcasts soundcloud youtube anchor fam radio public and spotify stay tuned for more